But are you excited about it? I'm super excited. I have been excited since we talked about it because I've been like, (sighs) (laughs) I have wanted to work on this since you left. Yeah. And I just wanted to be like, okay, Amber, you just record from where you are and I'll just, I'll just record from where I am and and you just send it to me. That would have been so bad. It would have, but I wanted to do it so badly. I don't remember our intro. We didn't set one. Yeah, we did. We didn't. We did. I let me pull it up on this phone real quick. <gasps> oh. Yeah, because remember we were talking about it when you were like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And I was like, "Yeah." No, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, I totally plan on having this be an intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's so bad. So, note to self: <laughs> figure something out. <laughs> Yeah, isn't wasn't our intro? This is justifiable. A podcast where we talk no, about no, 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 no. Things we shouldn't. No, that that's greatness. That would be, but that was more or less the thing for like the actual website. Oh, I thought it was just no. something that's just like <laughs> no like, incorporated. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. that's no. <laughs> My bad. Glad you Sorry, thought of it guys. though. Disclaimer, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Neither do I, so it's okay. <laughs> First time for everything. Everything's new. It's okay. screenshotted on my phone, guys. Everything's written on my laptop because I'm a pro. <laughs> Sorry. Except Nat. My bad. Uh, and also, depending on how long this takes, I can totally do my next one, too. <laughs> just depending. I totally can't, but if you want, I can, like, just research some shit real quick. Let me just screenshot. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want uh, me to go first? Who goes first? I think I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm That's ready right. to hear your horrible names. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to be talking about, oh god, where's his name? Uh, oh Jesus, this is a thing. I can't remember this guy's name. This his is a thing. His last name is, uh, Miyazaki, though, so there you go. It's, Maybe you should just call him Miyazaki. Uh, Maybe that would be easier for you. Sutomo Miyazaki. That's his last name. He's Japanese. So, I'm going to butcher this really bad disclaimer. Alright, but, so, about after... 3 p.m. on August 22nd, 1988, there was this four-year-old little girl, uh, Mari Kona, and she left her house um, about 3.45, that's what they say. In the um, afternoon? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, because first of all, this is a four-year-old. Second of all, is this in the morning? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just leaving home? No, it's in the afternoon. Um, but her dad, who's an architect, actually... You know, noticed his daughter was missing after, like, three hours. Like, Ah. my four-year-old was missing, but, like, three hours later, like... Maybe I should find them. (laughs) Just maybe. Maybe I should figure out where they've been. Right. Well, about 623-ish, basically what happened is she was walking from their little apartment complex, and, you know, this guy pulled up, and he's like, wouldn't you like to go somewhere where it's, like, cool or it's, like, shaded? Yes. All that great stuff. And, you know, a little four-year-old was just like, yeah. And she's, like, happily, like, pushing buttons on the radio and shit. And... Wait, what car is he driving? Do you know? Uh... Nissan Langley Sedan. Okay. It's a really weird van. Note to self, guys. Don't enter vans with strangers. Don't do it. Don't do it, four-year-olds. Don't don't hitchhike. (laughs) Don't get into vans with strangers. Right. Um, But she got in... And about an hour and a half away, over by 
Musashino Bridge. Mm-hmm. Leading towards Itsu, I can't say this name. Here, let me see. Let me try. Itsu. Itsukachi? Itsukachi. I don't know. That's my guess. Um, yeah. So about an hour and a half heading towards that way. Um, Do you want to go somewhere shaded that's probably like just down the street, but we're going to take an hour <laughs> to right. go somewhere? Um, I guess they are a four-year-old. to a forest nearby, about 50 kilometers from the house. Um, I love the way you say that. <laughs> From the house. No, I love the way you say kilometers. <laughs> kilometers. Fuck off. No, um, I don't wanna. They got out of the car and they walked down this little path. And basically, she got really tired and she started sniffling. She, you know, she wanted to go home. And he like panicked and was like, oh fuck. What if she starts like crying? Yeah, so, what like, the fuck really, did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, the funny thing is, it's like a really popular hiking course. So, I mean. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a murderer. I want to take this person to the most popular place I know. Yeah, and he doesn't exactly look normal, which I will get to later. But basically, you know, he had really no intentions of, like, taking her home and was just like, you know what? I'm just going to choke you because she she was about to cry and he just oh, took his my hands God. and was just like, and basically choked her. And then after she, like, went limp and basically died, he undressed her fondled her and then took all of her clothes and left her there oh why take her clothes though because um it it'll be explained more later okay okay he's kind of like a pedophile it's really <gasps> oh, well i mean i guess i could have guessed that he's fondling a four-year-old <laughs> i think i could have <laughs> guessed know, that part maybe. oh my god but yeah it was it was really bad so after like about a month and a half after she went missing um he was driving through Hano, Saitama, um, and it was about October 3rd, the same year, and he spotted Mas- Masami Yojiawa. It's a little seven-year-old. He's a little first grader. Oh, he? No, she. Okay. She's a little okay. first grader. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, she's a little seven-year-old, little first grader. Okay, okay. Um, and she's just walking along the road, because, you know, in Japan, everybody's do your own thing. It's like Dora the Explorer. But Wait, what What year was this, did this you say? This is 1988. Okay, well, that's a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. I mean... I, I would say it's a little bit more, but I mean... But at the same I'm time, don't trust people. Like, yeah, but, but we live in a place where, like, you know, we understand that people aren't great. Yeah, but even, like, back when my mom was younger, like, my Nana was not going to let her just, like, walk around for four hours and be like... She's usually home by now. Like, she's four. My mom did that. Yeah. <laughs> they they would just walk down to the movie theater and yeah, the... Yeah, at four. Like, alone at four. Well, she had an older sister, yeah, I guess. Okay, shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> but, um, you know, he just coaxed this, like, little seven-year-old girl um, into his car and then just, you know, once again, just drove off for, like, a good hour. And then... He did the same thing. He freaked out, strangled, and, like, just strangled her. Just, yeah. And then, you know, he stripped her. And then he, like, sexually abused this one. It wasn't even, like, let me just, like, touch you. He, like, left serious, like. But she was already dead. Yeah, but it was right before rigor mortis set in. Okay. So it was still able to, like, bruise the body. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, it was bad. I love that you've picked this topic simply because mine is about rape as well. <laughs> but, time. No, but... Um, so it's my one after. <laughs> right. um, 
we did not go easy to start with. No, but he basically, like, the little body, like, rigor mortis set in, and it shuddered, and it scared him back to his car. Um, so he, he... That's a weird thing to off. scare oh, you. Yeah. And this, like, her body was only, like, like less than 100 meters from, you know, where Mari Kona was. Really? Oh, yeah. And so she was reported missing later that night and all that jazz. Um, they, like, were looking for him for over... Or, like, they kind of almost caught him at this one. Yeah, they almost caught him. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> right? But basically, you know, he went missing for a good, what, three months? Like, he didn't kill. Just he, like, disappeared. Went, he, like, went under radar super horrible. Like, he, they didn't catch him. Like, they were on his tail and then... They couldn't find him. They didn't catch him. And so about three months later, um, he killed this, another four-year-old from Kawago in December, the 12th of December, yeah. First, you know, basically, what was it? Where is it? Mm. Oh, yeah. So he almost got caught twice during this. The first time, and he went undercover, and this time, actually, was it? Her name was Erica Namba. And when he lured her, this little four-year-old, into her, like, into his van, she was crying by the time he pulled out of the parking lot. And he told her, undress in the backseat, and then oh like, my God. took photographs. No! Oh, yeah. Um, he had a thing for taking their clothes and then taking pictures of them. And he would actually send boxes to their family or, like, postcards. That no! Would, yeah, he would cut out, he would do the old, like, old movie style, like, cutting letters out of magazines. That would be, like, Erica, cold, strangled, death. Um, and oh, with, my God! And with the little seven-year-old, he actually told the parents to prove that she was murdered. Because she wasn't kidnapped. You know, because they thought she was missing for a while because they couldn't find her. And he's he sent them that. Yeah, but most kids after like 24 hours are dead. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, And that's like in the box that was given to little Mari's family. Um, It was her ashes. He cremated her. He went back, got her remains and then cremated them and put them in the box as long along with her teeth. Well, I mean, at least they get the body back. Yeah, but it wasn't all of it, you know, it was like, oh, here's a sprinkle of, like, dust, here's her teeth, like... Oh my god. It was really bad. But, um, basically after he lured little Erica into the house, like, into the van, um, you know, undressed, took photographs, and then right after that, a car drove by. And its headlights, you know, saw, like, swept by, and you could see his face, you could see Erica, you know, not dressed in the back. And basically, she started crying and sobbing and screaming. And so he grabbed her by the throat and then started straddling her. And was, like, holding her down. And, you know, basically did the same thing to all the others. He strangled her, like, and then molested the body and raped the body. Um, it was really bad. She, so he carried, you know, her body in a sheet and put it in the trunk. And then after he, like took her clothes off and all that good stuff. Um, <laughs> all that great stuff. Right. 
Um, but as he turned a corner, one of his front wheels slipped into the gutter, and the car was stuck. And he's got a dead body in the back. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so he switched on the hazard lights and, you know, took the body into the forest that was actually nearby. And, you know. How lucky is that that he had a forest to oh, go into? Right. That's a little too convenient. But um, basically, he only brought the sheet back. And, you know, casually, he opened the trunk, put the sheet away, explained, you know, to the men, you know, help me take my car out of, you know, the fucking side of the road. And they're like, I got it. And, I got you. I'll help. Right? Um, and uh, the next year, so after, you know, that really close call, um, the next year, actually, on June 6th of 1989, so he left his bungalow um, at Eric Ariok? I can't say it, uh, near Tokyo Bay. But the courts were closed because um, he was heading to like the tennis court. And so in a nearby park, he actually found a little five-year-old, uh, Akayo Nomoto, and she's playing alone. They're all girls. Um, so casually like removing the lens cap from his camera, he actually worked in like photography and like the newspaper kind of like journalism so he had um the camera that they all use but he started just taking pictures and even like approached her and asked her like hey will you post some for some pictures with me that's really freaky oh yeah and you know why are these why are these children by themselves that that's my question like mm. but yeah actually like once he started taking a couple pictures um he's like hey let's take some shots inside of the car Okay, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, yeah, let's just take some pictures inside the car. And then he only drove about 800 meters away. No. And, you know, he gave her, like, some gum. And then she commented on his hands. So, little backstory to him. I don't know if I want He oh. was premature. And so his hands and, like, his entire body were really long and it, it, it he was like an alien yeah his hands were really gross to look at oh my it actually, god his hand had fused to his wrist so to turn his hand he had to move his whole forearm and his fingers were really long and almost like pencils no and so it was that that's how he oh my god that's freaking me out because he can't you know just move his wrists because he doesn't have them Oh my and god. So he used to wear that gloves is to try freaking to me them. out. Yeah, he used to try to wear gloves to hide them, but he didn't wear them this like one time and so she commented on his hands. And he flipped. I was going to say he went into a rage and was like, "Don't ask me about it. I'm sensitive." Basically, he pulled on, you know, his gloves and he's like, "Here's what happens to kids who say things like that." And then just, you know, Basically, slowly strangled her. She's like she five. Was and fighting. Like, what the fuck? She's five. Oh, yeah. Of course she's going to ask. Then, like, what the like, hell? He even confessed that um, to make sure she was dead, he taped her mouth, tied her hands, and then, um, like, put it in the trunk of the car and, like, slammed it in the trunk of the car. Slammed what? Like, took her body and was like, oh my God. And, like, slammed the hood of the car. Like, oh, it was so bad. My God. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of this, and I'm so happy you're telling me about it. Um, but instead of, like, just dumping it somewhere, he actually took the body home. Why? Because he was going to have sex with this, but videotape it. Because he actually stopped at 
a shop, a video shop in no. Koenji to rent a camera, like okay. videotape. Pro tip for murderers out there. Don't do that. Yeah, don't videotape yourself <laughs> doing it's, it's bad really things. Bad. Don't do that. Um, Gra- yeah. Actually, yes, do that. Do that and just send it to the police. <laughs> right. No, but he actually waited two hours and then he carried it and like carried her body inside. He like strips, like stripped off his clothes and everything, stripped off her clothes, wiped it down with a towel, and like actually like put her on the table, spread her apart, and like taped the vagina apart. So he could no, yeah, no, oh, yeah. no, and no, then no, he no, took no. Photographs and videos while he was fucking it and masturbating it and like raping this poor little girl's dead body. And this is like at least two and a half, three hours after she's already been dead. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I wish that. Everybody else could see my face right now. It's it's funny. Like her face is funny. But yeah, this this topic is not. No. But two days later, like the decomposing, like the smell of her decomposing, like was unbearable. And he was basically he like the police like didn't know it was him, but he had to dispose of the body. And so he took a knife and a saw, and he, like, cut her head off. He cut her hands off, her feet. Oh. Um, just so they wouldn't identify her. And like, But if she has fingerprints, you can identify them. Yeah, but he... Well, not if it, they're not in the system. It's, True, I guess. Yeah. But you can take DNA and trace it back to yeah. the parents. He actually hid the torso of this little girl in a public toilet at Hano's... What? Cemetery at Imagine how horrible that would be. You just go to the bathroom and find a torso? Right? No, he like roasted her hands and then ate some of her blood. No! Oh, yeah. He ate her hand and then sent... It's because he couldn't get over his weird pencil fingers. Right, but he ate her hand and then sent the other hand to her parents. No. Yeah. Ah! Oh, yeah. And he like... He tossed, like, everything else in the woods of... Ugh, full-body shiver. 230-meter hill in front of his house. That's where he fucked up. <laughs> well, because good. basically, he realized he fucked up and went and got them and hid them two we- weeks later in the bag in the store room behind his bedroom. Because that's where you hide things. Right? And then, basically, five days later, the police you know, put out tons of flyers, handed out a bunch of stuff. Um, and that's when people found, like, her torso at the cemetery. Um, it was quick, you know, she was quickly identified, you know, she, she yeah. does have DNA. Um, but basically, it, it was so bad. Oh my god. It was so friggin' bad. But basically, there was just this random citizen... Like, so, what happened was, there were these two twin girls, right? They Mm -hmm. were, I want to say they were seven, but I'm not sure. Let me see if I can't find it. No. They, they were nine. And, basically, he lured one of them into his car and told the other one not to say anything. Well... And, you know, of course she took off running. But he was actually... She, he, drew, he drove to a nearby river. I don't have the name of the river. But he had taken her, made her strip down by the river, and was like, I'm going to take pictures of you, and you're not going to cry. Because if you start crying, 
I'm gonna rape you. Well, he was gonna do that anyways. Well, yeah, but to her alive body. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Please tell me she's alive. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. she's actually alive only because her sister ran and told, you know, the parents, and her dad took off and actually caught him in the middle of taking pictures of the little girl's private parts. Oh my god. Oh yeah. No. Oh freaking yeah. It was really bad. That's horrible. Um it it was so bad. Um the he the dad beat the shit out of him, of course. Good. Um but after that he was put on trial. Um and he was sent to like he was he got the hanging death sentence, actually. Good. And then, you know, times changed, and I don't know how he, like, died, but I do know that he basically, you know, he was there for a while. He was there for a few years. He only died recently. Really? Oh, yeah. But, um, and then before he had died, you know, a bunch of psychologists and everything, they all went and talked to him, and he had no remorse. Because they were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, and they actually figured out he had multiple personality disorder, as well as schizophrenia. As well as the reason... It was the pencil fingers that did it. (laughs) Right. My pencil fingers made me. But actually, because he was super, like, premature, um, and, you know, his sisters were repulsed by him, and his grandfather's really the only one that loved him. Oh, that's sad. Because his family ran, like, a newspaper kind of company, and he didn't want to be in it. And after his grandfather died, actually, is when he freaked the fuck out and started killing people. It's really bad. Uh. Like, and the thing is, is, like, what they described his body as, you know, how his hands were, and, like, he was super scrawny, but he was really tall. Kind of like his fingers, he was, like, really, really skinny, like, grossly skinny, and then really tall. No. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, no. And basically, like, when they described him, he was so premature that he he couldn't, like, he wouldn't go after women his age. And that's when he got into anime and manga. No, and don't blame this on the anime. I'm not, but, like, that's the kind of, you know, what he liked. And that's part of the reason why he went to the little, after little girls. Because when police searched his house, they found over 2,000 photographs of his victims and of like other little girls that you know aren't missing but like photographs of them and then a bunch of like anime porn and like hentai and shit it was really bad oh my god like let me see if i can get a picture no he's actually called the human dracula because of the way he looks no mm-hmm. oh my god i gotta see this i i want to and i don't all at the same time it's, my god <laughs> like he was really freaking gross like his hands. no oh my god those are disgusting it's really freaking Ugh, full like, body shiver it's basically like think of when you first started messing around with clay and they're like make a hand and you're and like i'm gonna make long caterpillar snake yeah, hands and like they don't have a wrist Oh and my god. And then, like, imagine, like, you dropped it okay, barely if, on the table so the thumb is, like, indented. Yeah, if you want nightmares, please look up this person. It, it was really bad. 
Oh my god, that's terrifying. His hands are gross. Oh yeah, it was super. It was, super bad. Ugh. It was so freaking bad, guys. Like, ugh. it's so gross. I can't. Oh my god. Um, and if you want to learn more about him, they have on enormous crime. That's one website, but it's not super detailed. So if you go to Murderpedia, the Encyclopedia of Murderers, you can also find that. Great. Just what I wanted to research in my off time. I say I mean, that, but that's what we did. What we did. So <laughs> never mind. I guess I would do that. <laughs> that's horrifying. I'm right. glad you told me that story. <laughs> uh, so, like, by the way, just for people listening. This is a tradition kind of between us. Every time Amber comes over to my house, we watch horror movies and just kind of like rate how bad things are and like basically talk about why people are died and how stupid they were and their shitty life decisions. Pretty much. (laughs) But you know my favorite. The collector and the collection. Yes. Because Arkin isn't stupid. But okay, no spoilers. We'll man. we'll do that some other time. We'll do that some no other time. Spoilers. Okay. So you're done with your story? I am. Okay, my killer is called the Toy Box Killer. That's already fucking scary. Yes. You're like, oh, this is a story where it involves rape and it's like uh, the toy box killer. Yes. Oh. Damn. March 19, nineteen ninety-nine. A year before I was born. That's 10 years after his last murder, my guy. Miyazaki, really? That is 10 years Well, later. this dude got a rep. <laughs> okay, so March 19, 1999, 22-year-old Cynthia Vigil was a sex worker in a parking lot in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Why the fuck, at like 22, are you a vintage sex worker? Who knows? Who knows? Why specifically vintage? <laughs> There was no vintage in there. I just said Cynthia Vigil. Oh. I was like, you dressed like a fucking flapper? No. My name is Vigil. Uh, For me as I died. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A man claiming to be an undercover cop said she was under arrest for sex work and put her in the back of his car with handcuffs. I've been like, wait, this is not a police car. But... But you know that some of them are, like, undercover cars where they don't look like police cars. Yeah, but there are certain, like, VIN numbers that they all have. But are you really looking for that? Well. Maybe we are, but, like, is a normal person looking for that? Because it's like, where is your badge? You gotta have a badge. You know what? You know what? There there are actually several killers that did things that way where they were like, I'm a police officer, bitch. Get in my car. See, that's when you're like, I have rights. You can't arrest me. I haven't been read my Miranda rights. <laughs> <laughs> Says, you know, me. That, yes. <laughs> Says you. Okay. So what she didn't expect was for him to take her to his nearby soundproof trailer <gasps> that he called his toy box. That makes a lot of really yeah. sense. <laughs> He chained her to a gynecologist table. This is why I'm afraid of the OBGYN. Yeah, I don't want to go. And played a cassette tape with a recording telling her exactly how she was going to be tortured. And it was him saying it. So it was a recording of himself. That is some premeditated evidence right there. The cassette explained that Vigil was only to call him master and his girlfriend mistress and never to speak unless spoken to. That's 
For all y'all that have like BDSM relationships, be careful of this. Yeah, don't take it this far. <laughs> this no, isn't okay. You can, you can take it this far, just don't die. Well, I mean, no, 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 I mean the no, 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 no. But not like dying. In, like, no, future. no. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, be careful. Use safe words. Okay. <laughs> Use safe words and actually, words. yeah, and actually follow them. Yes. Don't don't be like no no no. You like it. Yeah, guys, guys, don't do that. Girls, don't do that. Okay. The man told her that in the end he was going to kill her like he did the others. Fuck. <laughs> For three days he raped and torched her. Tortured her. Torched. He torched her, uh, with help from his girlfriend Cindy. They used whips. Medical instruments, electric shock, and sex tools to torture Vigil. Those are all sex tools. What do you mean? But you know what I mean. Like but dildos. I mean, that's really, <laughs> yeah, but no, those are all used in BDSM sex. Guys, I mean it. Seriously, be careful. This is some bullshit. Uh, on the third day, the man went to work and Cindy accidentally left the keys to Vigil's restraints on the table near near where she was. Thank fuck for forgetfulness. Vigil now. was able to free her hands and ran out of the trailer naked, wearing only a slave collar and padlock chains. Fuck that. She knocked on the door of a nearby mobile home and called the police. I mean, at least she didn't die. Yet. Yet. No, she lives. Okay. She lives, but... <laughs> Uh, her attacker's name is David Parker Ray. Don't he was Facebook re- friend request from this guy. He was born in, I'm probably not going to say this right, Belene, New Mexico in 1939. He was raised by his grandfather and regularly saw his father who beat him. As a kid, he was bullied by his peers for his shyness around girls and the insecurities brought him to drink and abuse drugs heavily. He served in the army, receiving an honorable discharge and was married and divorced four times. Holy crap. See, guys, you know that shy kid? Be nice to that shy kid. Make friends with Later, that they're going to become a murderer, and they're going to murder you if you, you don't know, like you don't them. die, as well as, you know, maybe they don't turn into psychotic murderers because they're lonely. Just, hey, maybe, guys, be nice. Make friends. Be nice to people. Just do it. Like, I don't understand. So, after arresting Ray, the police got a warrant to search his home and trailer. In the trailer, they found the gynecologist table with a mirror mounted to the ceiling so his victims could see what was happening to them. That is so fucked up. Yes. And on the floor were whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, saws, and a lot of sex toys. There's just someone out there that's like, this is my fantasy. What do you mean? No. (laughs) That person (laughs) needs to be arrested or go find help. Uh, There was also a wooden contraption that he would use to bend over and immobilize his victim so he and his friends could rape them. That sounds like the the one thing's from, like, ye olden days. From the ye olden days? Where you, like, had the little... I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Like... But that wasn't this. It was, like, handmade. So it wasn't, like... It it was very similar. I was gonna say, because there's stuff like that that they use once again for sex. Yes, yes. I feel like this guy just got really bored of his kinky lifestyle and decided murdering was next best. (laughs) Okay. Uh, On the walls were detailed diagrams showing methods of torture, and you can look them up online and see different pictures of them and the trailer. He should have just been an artist, you know, if they're that No. (laughs) Just do art. Uh, so the police also found a, a videotape from 1996 of a different woman being raped and tortured by Ray and Cindy. 
When the case reached the public, another woman that was a neighbor of Ray's says he drugged her and raped her as well before dumping her by a highway out in the desert. He would use drugs that would induce amnesia and memory loss so his victims couldn't really remember what had happened to them or who did it. So, well, is he like a murderer or just like just a serial wait. rapist? Just wait. I will get there. Oh, okay. They also found evidence of several more killing, including diaries written by Ray, where he detailed the murder of at least 50 other women. You know how jacked this guy's arm has to be? Like, his arms? Like, that is some body strength. You gotta be able to lift people up. Like, I yeah. know this is really sad, guys, but honestly, I just see this really ripped dude. That is, like, <laughs> He's not. Workout. He's not. Aww. I like that you're disappointed by that. <laughs> hey, um, I mean, come on. <laughs> but the police weren't able to create cases for any of them because there were no bodies that should kind of prove a point but there were many unidentified personal effects and jewelry found in the trailer there's not a body but you know just stuff that doesn't belong to ray and cindy here yep but they they can't do scratched out id yeah yeah with you know Um, social security number so they didn't if he (laughs) wasn't dating cindy he probably wouldn't have gotten arrested Ray's girlfriend, Cindy, was prosecuted, and she told more to the story. She helped lead to the discovery that Ray's daughter had also helped abduct and murder women. The video that the police found of the woman was of Kelly Garrett, a former friend of the daughter. That's fucked. The daughter roofied Kelly's beer and places a dog collar and leash on her and brought her to the toy box. They then raped and tortured her for two days before slitting her throat and dumping her on the side of the road. That is so fucked. Kelly survived, but no one believed her story. That? She lived through that. How the fuck do you live through that? Like, how does nobody believe that? If I come up and I'm like, I got a fucking, like, cut in my neck, I'm gonna kind of be like, yeah, I've got proof. a big-ass scar. By the way, I want to make a torched church just because you, it's like the short name of torture like you know, torched. <laughs> torched. <Hashtag> torched. <laughs> eventually ray was given 224 years in prison for the abduction and uh, sexual torture of three women only three his like daughter three. received nine years and cindy was given 36 years ray died of a heart attack in 2002 guess how much of his sentence he served like two months Three years. Just three. Out of 224, he served three before he died. That's so Of natural causes. He wasn't even shanked. I bet he was shanked, but, like, he lived. That would be amazing. I hope that's the truth. (laughs) We're only a half hour in. Can I please tell you my other story? Yes. Yes! I'm so excited. And we can talk about merch. You're way ahead of yourself, boy yo yo you're fine. Inside jokes. Uh, so my so this is actually supposed to be for episode two, but I'm way too She's excited an about this. Guys. Honestly, hey. my story, I've had work, so I just kinda hope to God that I know enough of the information. And I sat in my home and researched and <laughs> and wrote and just 
plotted. It was great. See, I feel like you can tell the difference. <laughs> you probably have heard of this person. John Wayne Gacy? Yes. Yes. Did I tell you about this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, how did you know? <laughs> no, I just thought I'd guess. You were like, hmm, what's the one murderer I know of? John Wayne Gacy. Oh, yeah. That's that's exactly how that played out, guys. Like, Okay. So, Gacy was born March 17, 1942, in Chicago, Illinois. I have been there. Not to where he was born, but to, Chica- to Chicago, Illinois. I've been there. My grandparents used to live in Illinois. I've been there. It's a nice place. Is it, though? Yes, but apparently not for him. But they had a murderer. Basically, everywhere has had a murderer. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. So, he and his siblings grew up with a drunken father who beat them with a razor strap if they misbehaved and would often assault their mother as well. Gacy suffered further at school because he had a congenital heart condition and couldn't play with the other kids. His father uh, was... Sorry... Not true. He further was alienated when he realized he was attracted to men. Oh, God. Isn't he super fat? It's a weird question. Because yeah, I just remember but I think, like, yes. American Horror Story, they said something about him. I've and, never watched that. Okay, I'm not well, a true person. American Horror Story Hotel, they had the murders, like, where they all went and, like, came to feast together because they were died. Like, they died. And if I can remember correctly, he was really fat. I don't, I think that's true, but I'm not for sure. Uh, So he worked first as a fast food manager and then as a building contractor and Democratic precinct captain. He was well-liked in his community and organized gatherings and worked as a clown. He was, he's also known as the clown killer. Well, guys, if there's someone that's overly friendly and active in your community, don't trust them. Avoid at all costs. There's just, there's just somebody that's really nice and just, you know, a genuine person and we're just like, nope, don't trust them. Don't do it. Alienate they're evil. Them. And they're like, no. Yeah, make the murderers. <laughs> alienate them. Just make them pie. Uh, they might like you a little bit better. Make them you pie. Be make everybody pie, guys. Pie I don't like pie. Unless you're, you know, Miranda. Yeah, I don't like Miranda's pie. Miranda's don't like pie. If you're a Miranda, you're not a true Miranda if you like pie. I like that... I am the, the model. <laughs> you have to be like me, or you can't live the life that you live with your I, name being I'm Miranda. I'm on a shirt for you. You're not a true Miranda if you don't like pie. No, if you like pie. If you don't like pie, you're a true Miranda. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, he was married and divorced twice and had a couple of biological children and stepkids. Uh, In 1968, Gacy was convicted of sexually assaulting a teenage boy named Mark Miller. Hey, that's my road. For a minute, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Mark Miller is your road? You live on a person? I live on Miller. Okay. If he's attractive enough, I'll live on that person. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, okay. Uh, Miller said that Gacy had tricked him into being tied up while visiting Gacy's home and was then violently raped. I know. She's like, here. Let's play this game. Let me just tie your hands behind your back and then rape you. I feel like it was something complicated, though, because you, like... But he was like, let me show you this magic trick. I'm a clown. That's probably what happened. I didn't even think about that until I just said it. <laughs> awesome. This magic trick. I'm a clown. Gacy denied the charge, but did say that Miller willingly had sex with him in order to earn extra money. I feel like that's a lie. Probably is. Well, wait, is he a broke-ass college student, though? Because that No, he's happen. a teenage boy. 
You can still be 19 and go into college. But I imagine if they're saying teenage and not, like, you know. How old he is. Yeah, that that he's not in college. I was going to say, because, I mean, money is money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, four months later, he was charged with hiring an 18-year-old boy named Dwight to beat up Miller, and Dwight informed the cops that arrested him that Gacy had hired him. Gacy was sent to prison for 10 years and was described as a model prisoner. Guess how long he was in prison? Two years. He was paroled after only 18 months. I was close, guys. That's like a year and a half. half. That's not even a year and a half. So close, though, okay? I don't math well. (laughs) I don't math. Leave me alone. You'd be homeless on the sidewalk of our school. (laughs) Uh, Gacy started a building company and... I'm going to butcher this last name. Johnny Butkovich. <laughs> it's like a German name. That's Russian. Uh, whatever, Amber, whatever. Uh, who was 17 began working for him. He was, uh, he withheld pay and Johnny went over to his employer's house. And when he confronted Gacy, they had an argument and he was never seen again. Maybe uh, that's why he got fat. He's like, I'm going to cook this one this time. It was just a thought. It's a weird thought, but yeah, I guess it is a thought. (laughs) Uh, Michael Bonin, 17, was on his way to catch a train to meet his uncle, and he too vanished. Billy Carroll, 16, was a longtime troublemaker and managed to straighten his life out and started working for Gacy. Like the others, he left his home on June 13, 1976, and was never seen. This is some bullshit. Gregory Godzik, 17, worked for Gacy in 1976. He dropped his girlfriend off at her house and drove towards home. The following day, the police found his car, but Gregory was missing. 1977, John Sizik also vanished, and his car was found in the possession of another boy who lived with Gacy. Oh, wait. I'm surprised that, that guy's alive, then, if he lived with Gacy. 1977, Robert Gilroy was supposed to catch a bus to meet some friends, but he never showed up, and an investigation was launched, but Robert was never found. More than a year later, Robert Peist, 15, would vanish, and that investigation would lead to the discovery of not only his body, but the bodies of Butkovich, Bonin, Carol, Sizik, Gilroy, and 27 other young men. Holy fuck. Gacy, after being interrogated and harassed for several months... told the police that he killed at least 30 people and kept their bodies in the crawl space under his house. What I don't understand is, like, why, like, did they, were, like, did they finally find the bodies and was like, you, me, like, (laughs) me. How dare you use that hard inside joke that way. But, like, I like how it was suddenly, like, it was Gacy, I swear, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Bodies, they're like, you know what? It's probably Gacy. He's a little, a little too friendly. I'm talking to my wife. I'm a little out of it. Like, what? Well, so he was, uh, so they and, kind of found out because several different people were like, they all worked for him. So they didn't have any proof oh, until okay. he, like, so they like, they really harass him. Yeah, they, just, you know, they, har- so he was harassed him. by people like in his neighborhood as well. And so eventually he was like, I get in, I killed people. So that's when you move. <laughs> Note to self, murderers, move. move. Just, just move. Okay, so... Don't kill for And this bit. is how he killed them. So he didn't eat them. Uh, some of the victims that were found still had their underwear shoved down their throats and were found to be murdered by strangulation. 
He used their underwear to strangle them. That's fucked up. That's yes. a little too personal. If you're gonna kill someone, you know, that that's a little too personal. It's not the end. Another body was found in, I'm not going to get this right, Des Plaines River, James Mazzara, and he also had underwear in his mouth when found. The 31st victim was found in the Illinois River, and the 32nd body was found elsewhere in Gacy's house. So they actually demolished his house and started tearing things up, and there were bodies in his crawl space, there were bodies under his driveway that man must not be able to smell anything i know that is gross like do you just burn popcorn for a living or are you just not home because there's no way to mask that smell. <laughs> burn popcorn for a living that's how you get rid of the smell of murder yeah it's something that's equally disgusting you can be like oh it's just the burnt popcorn so he was ultimately ultimately convicted for the murder of 33 young men and was given the death penalty he was put to death years later in 1994 by lethal injection. Those poor little guys in jail. Probably Gacy's <gasps> bitch. Oh, I... They just didn't I, die. Maybe they did. Maybe there was a random shanking and they just found underwear in their throats. You never know. No, because then Gacy would have gotten more like... This is signature. He would have gotten more years. Maybe he was going to be put to death. For a while. Maybe. Maybe that's maybe. why it took so long for him to die. That's a little messed up, but yeah. That, that's an actual thought. Whatever floats your boat, man Stan. Man Stan! Okay, <laughs> it's a catchphrase, okay? So, that's the end of our first podcast. Woo! Is there anything else you want to say? Yeah. There oh, okay. Is. What is it? What is it? Hold on. I gotta find it again. Oh, shit. This is Justifiable, a podcast where we talk no. about murder and things we shouldn't. Fuck you. <laughs> How did I kind of knew and I was like, no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. And then she was like, hey, guys. And I was like, oh, God. I would. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that, Amber. I really enjoyed it. It's Justifiable. <laughs> okay, I'll agree with you this once. This is Justifiable. <laughs> And this is the end of our first episode. And so next week, are we going to do a movie? Yeah, because it's every other week. So, guys, every other episode, we're actually going to have two lines going of series. One is our, you know, Justifiable podcast, and one is our Justifiable Movies Edition. Uh, well, we're that, was, that was a good about... thought. Did you just yeah. think of that name off the spot right now? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, but Justifiable Movie Edition, where we're going to go over really good horror movies and really bad really horror movies. Really shitty horror movies. And we're going to point out cliches and what And just comment on them, movie. like our thoughts as we watch yeah. them. And it's kind of like riff tracks, but we're not going to do that thing where we suddenly are like, arcing and like meet up something in like the movie to make sure you're on track we're just hoping that yeah so so we're just gonna tell you when we start the movie and hope that you you know follow along yeah and (laughs) And that it doesn't get too out but we're not pausing the movie so yeah so fuck you guys all right okay see you next week see you next week guys